everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Cold Brew Crimes. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is case number 10. So, Sierra. <laughs> so, Alicia. Our last episode on Arthur Shawcross. I found more pictures of him. And when he was young, he was decent looking. I'm going to need to put my photos together like that to see if I look like I changed like he did. Um, I don't think you have. You've like looked the same your entire life. So have I. I feel like if I look at a picture of me as a kid, I literally have the same face. But why does he look so different? I don't fucking know. But I remember last time I was like, I think he's been ugly his whole life because I couldn't find any pictures of him when he was young. He was like decent looking as a young man. Not but older. when he was arrested... I saw the pictures, like, when they arrested him, he was the old flabby motherfucker. So I'm going to stick with my statement that I would not get in his car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so you remember the place you were talking about uh, with the Tyler Hadley Uh thing where they went to some river place? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I passed it the other day. I was on the phone with Mom, and I was driving. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We were talking about this place. I passed it. Oh, so now you know where it is. Yes. Yep. Never take that that road ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing... Oh, also I was wrong because I do remember I was saying that none of the podcasts or like people that I listened to covered him mm-hmm. and True Crime Garage actually covered him and so did Bailey Sarian and I went back and like I listened to both of those. Yeah, I've only listened to the the True Crime Garage one. The one that you said. The Brandy Hall one. Well, I listened to their episode on Arthur. I guess my brain just blocked it out <laughs> because I hate him, so. <laughs> and then did you see... That the Los Angeles Innocence Project, which apparently is not part of, like, the regular Innocence Project I keep seeing, but they picked up Scott Peterson's case. They said that they have new evidence proving that he is not guilty of killing Lacey. Yeah. What? I know. (laughs) That was the one with the freaking tarp in the back of the truck? Yeah, with the umbrellas. He went to a dirty island. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I've been convinced ever since I found out about their case that he was innocent. And then when we did our, we redid our case, I now believe I'm still kind of indecisive. He's still alive? Yeah, he's like 52. He's in prison. His death sentence got overturned in 2022. So now he just has life in prison. But he was on death row for 18 years for the murder of Lacey and Connor. Oh, that was the one where the the anchors with the cement Mm -hmm. blocks. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I got really into that one. I don't know what that was. But I, like, ever since I first learned about that case, I first, like, list, I first heard about it, and I was like, okay, this motherfucker did it. But then, you know me, I had to do some deep dives. deeper. Well, what I thought were deep dives, I don't know. And then I was like, there's no way he did this, he's innocent. But then when we redid our episode, I was like, okay, maybe he did it. But now I don't know what to think, and I'm very interested to see what they come up with. When's his, uh, whatchamacallit thing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> they just, like, they, like, um, made a announcement or some shit saying that they're picking up his case. Oh, but everyone in the comments is, like, pissed. Look, it's, like, a half and half. Half people are, like, oh, my God, finally. And then other people are, like, um, uh... He's guilty, he's guilty, and then everyone's like, this is not affiliated with Innocence Project. Like, it's a whole different thing. And I'm like, I don't fucking care either way. I want to see what they come up with. I just want to know. Yeah. Like, what is this evidence? Evidence I'm... still from that long ago? 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it was like 20 years ago. 20. It happened in 2000. She was killed in 2002. So it was 22. 22. Yes. I was going to say, don't question my math. I got glasses now. I'm a little (laughs) more sophisticated. I haven't worn my glasses in a long time. I need to. But um, anyway, so yeah, all of that is very interesting. John Walsh came back last this week on America's Most Wanted with his son. You can watch it on Hulu the next day if you have Hulu. Your value DVR it. I don't even have cable. I don't think I can DVR anything. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> All I got is Peacock. <laughs> I love Peacock. Um, yeah, anyway. So, this week we are doing the murder of a- Amy Carnavalli. Have you, probably not, but have you ever. No confidence. <laughs> have you ever watched the Lifetime movie called No One Would Tell that was made in 1996? Stick to your statement because no. Okay. I watched this movie. I'm not a movie person. Me either, but I love me some Lifetime movies. Of course you do. I watched this either, I want to say middle school or maybe like ninth grade or something. And for some reason, I either, I feel like we watched it like at school as part of like our health class. Because it's like um, to to make awareness about like um, domestic violence Mm -hmm. and intimate partner violence. Or I could just be delusional and maybe I just watched it at home. Either way, I remember I watched it and then I looked it up and found out it was based on a real case. And then I forgot about it. (laughs) Until last week when I saw something about it on TikTok. And I was like, fuck, I forgot about that. So, I decided to do this case. And then 10 seconds after my brain decided to do it, I got on Facebook and I saw an ad (laughs) on, like, this page. And it was, like, a picture of the the movie. Mm -hmm. And it was, like... No one would tell based on blah, blah. And I'm like, how did you know that this is what I was going to do? Facebook? All the signs. All the signs. <laughs> they read my mind. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. It's probably going to be one of our shorter cases because I couldn't find like, I found information, but it wasn't like a ton of information. And like all of the videos or anything are only like 20 minutes long, mm-hmm. like with all of the information. Um, it just depends on how much we run our mouths. <laughs> But I am going to start off by saying this case is... The murder is violent. I think it's been like our past three. Yeah. I feel like I... Like, trigger warning, it's violent. There's talk about domestic violence, intimate partner abuse, like all of that. So, that's not something you want to listen to. I would not listen to this episode. So, we are going to start. So, young women aged between 16 to 24 experience intimate partner violence at nearly triple the rate of the national average. Domestic violence and intimate partner violence happens more often than people think, and it can happen to men and women both. Most of the time, victims are too scared to come forward and tell their loved ones what is happening, and by the time the abuse is revealed, it's often too late. And you know, like, most of the time when someone's trying to leave an abusive relationship, like, that's, like, the most dangerous time for them. Yeah. Because they normally get, like, manipulated back in. Yeah, and then, like people who are in those types of situations like they're too they're either too scared or like ashamed Mm -hmm. to like tell their family or anyone what's happening to them so then they're just stuck basically Mm -hmm. amy cardavalli was born in beverly massachusetts on april 17th 1977 her parents michael and cynthia also had a son named christopher they lived a simple yet comfortable life michael was a science teacher and cynthia worked for an investment advisor Beverly, Massachusetts in the 1990s was the ideal place to raise your family. It was safe and in a good community. 
It was far enough from the big cities to feel more like a small town, but close enough to enjoy the stores and restaurants of big city life. I was like, where I live. <laughs> We're close enough to all the big cities. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I'm sorry, Bear. Excuse you, Bear. He just sneezed. Amy's family said that she was sweet, kind, and thoughtful, and always had an upbeat attitude. She was the kind of person who always saw the good in people, even if they didn't deserve it. She was reported to be silly and to have an infectious laugh. Amy loved to cut and color her friends' and family's hair. She had, an as- she had aspirations to become a hairdresser one day, and everyone around her said at her young age... She- she was already gifted at her talent and would make an amazing hairdresser when she was older. I love doing people's hair, but I don't think I would ever want to be a hairdresser. I was about to get off topic, but you remember whenever I was at uh, the school that we worked at and someone cut my hair and it was sideways? Was it you? <laughs> I think it was you. Oh my God. When I when it was in braids and I yes. cut it and then we took it out of the braids. And it was like wampus, like all sides. And we walked in the other room and she was like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> I fixed it though. Yeah. It came out nice. Yeah, you did. After I was like, damn, oh, don't ever cut my hair in a braid again. Do you remember when I was trying to put highlights in your hair with the cap? And it wasn't working. So oh my god, halfway like, through, you're like, nope, fuck this. I was like, how much do you out. trust me? <laughs> they didn't turn out bad, though. I know. They were actually pretty good. I fixed your crooked haircut. <laughs> that was a rough week. Listen. <laughs> well, it was in braids. I didn't think it was going to come out that uneven. Okay? It was so funny, though. I just like to do it for fun. I don't think I would ever be a hairdresser. <laughs> no one wants to pay me for a crooked haircut. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> In the summer of 1991, 14-year-old Amy was transitioning from middle school to high school and was motivated to become a cheerleader. She would be attending Beverly High School, and she practiced all summer preparing herself to be able to join the cheer squad. That was, like, her main goal, apparently, because she loved to dance. Like, everyone said she was a very gifted dancer, and she just really wanted to be a cheerleader in high school. When Amy was 12 or 13, she met an older boy named Jamie Fuller. Jamie was two years older than Amy, but they started dating and quickly fell in love, or so Amy thought. Jamie was sweet and loving at first, showing her affection and showering her with compliments and attention, but quickly the side of him faded and his true colors began to show. Jamie's father abandoned him as a baby, and he was being raised by a single mother who had a revolving door of abusive, alcoholic men coming in and out of his life. From a young age, he witnessed his mother being abused and saw a pattern that men did not need to respect women. Yeah, so he saw, like, all of these toxic relationships, like, all these abusive relationships and all this, like, stuff that kids should not see, basically. Yeah, he probably thought it was normal. Yeah, so he, he, yeah, to him, this is normal. Like, this is how men treat women and this is how relationships are, basically. So, not off to a good start. Um... In school, he was bullied for being low income, being skinny, and not having many material items. Around age 12, Jamie began drinking whiskey and vodka to escape his life. As he was getting older, Jamie took an interest in wrestling, but he knew with his small figure he would not be successful in this sport. This is when Jamie began taking steroids. So he, like, became very interested in, like, wrestling 
And, like, to him, all of these, like, you know, quote-unquote jocks, Mm -hmm. you know, have everything that he wanted. Like, he wanted to be popular. He wanted to, like, be bigger. He, You know, all of that. So, and since he was, like, the area that he and his mother lived in was not, like, a great area and, you know, filled with, like, kind of, like, seedy, shady people, it was very easy for him to apparently get the steroids. Like, you know, like, drug dealing or whatever. I guess... It was easy for him to get a hold of them, so he began taking them at 12. That's ridiculous. That is so young. And to be drinking fucking whiskey and vodka? Mm-mm. Like, straight, apparently. He would drink it just straight. I cannot drink whiskey. I will vomit. <laughs> vodka is no. not my favorite. No. I could drink tequila. Yes. Tequila I can do. But vodka, fuck No. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it's gross. Like, it burns like you feel. Like, the whole... Bur- yeah. No. Jamie's friends state that there was a major shift in his personality and appearance once he started using steroids. This quiet, shy, and skinny teen was now loud, big, and a troublemaker. He was aggressive and violent at times. Shocker. Do you... Have you guessed what's going to happen yet? Jamie's gonna rock Amy's world up. <laughs> Is what's gonna happen? Oh my God. I'm serious because if why would you word it like because no, I was singing a song in the back of my head and I just put like their two names oh in there. Sorry, I know Jamie and Amy they rhyme. It would have been a cute relationship if it wasn't so toxic. Like Jamie and Amy, I love when couples' names rhyme. I don't know why. Not that I know that many, but it's fun when it happens. <laughs> When he started dating Amy, it was clear that he thought of her as, quote-unquote, his property. He became extremely possessive and controlling over Amy. He would tell her what clothes she could and could not wear, who she could and could not spend time with. He wanted to have control over every aspect of her life. He, be- he began being physically aggressive with her as well, grabbing her arms and blocking her path anytime she tried to walk away from him. So, instead of, like wearing you know what what she she wanted wanted to wear like skirts and shorts and all that like he made her wear like pants long sleeves like she was not allowed to show any skin she was not allowed to like hang out with any friends especially guy friends like he she he didn't want her like interacting with anyone except him Mm -mm. and then like he began like physically abusing her as well as well as like apparently i i um in one of the things i read they said that he would also just like make um demeaning like comments to her in front of people just to embarrass her Mm-mm. absolutely not and then they, so then they they were like dating like kind of on and off for a couple years cuz they started dating when she was like 12 or 13 i think it was 12 and then he was 14 at that point but when the story takes place, she's 14 and he's 16. Damn. And, so like, there's... this is so toxic for kids that are so young. So they were together for a while then. On and, I think it's, a, like, on and off for about two years, basically. Yeah. But, like, that is so toxic for, like, children. Yeah, for real. Mm-mm. At 12, to be, like, in this kind of relationship is terrifying. I'd be damned if you tell me what I'm going to wear and what I'm not going to wear. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Jamie even convinced Amy to become sexually active with him. He told her that if she loved him, she would do it. And if she didn't, he would find someone else who would. Yeah. So, Jamie's a piece of shit. Pretty much. 
Like you're abusive, you're an asshole, you're controlling, and now you're forcing her to have sex with you and then telling her that if she doesn't, someone else will. If you love me, you will. I hate when people say that. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess I don't love you. <laughs> like, if I don't want to do nothing with you, I'm not doing nothing with you. Right. Like, end of story. Well, at this point, he'd been a fucking abusing her, so she probably felt like she had to. Yeah, or she would have gotten hit if she didn't. Yeah. Well, he also, like, um, regularly told her that he was going to kill her one day. So, she was probably terrified. Yeah, probably. I, this is just... I don't know. Amy's family had no idea of the abuse she was enduring at the hands of Jamie Fuller. She would wear long sleeves to cover up the bruises and marks on her body. Apparently, she would wear, like, turtlenecks. I mean, it makes sense if he, like, would grab her throat. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, she would wear turtlenecks to, like, cover her throat and then her arms and stuff and then, like, pants. Mm -mm. But in the summer of 1991, it was getting harder and harder to hide these marks and it was hot and she did not want to wear long clothing anymore. Her family eventually saw the marks that covered her arms, neck, and breasts. They questioned her about how long this had been happening to her, thus ending the tumultuous relationship between her and Jamie. So, one of the things that I read, it said, like, she would even, like, downplay, like, her relationship with Jamie to her family. Mm -hmm. So that, like, he wouldn't be around. Because, like, he didn't want, like, um, she didn't want him like interacting with her her family and stuff and because she didn't want them to know what was actually going on and she would like actually tell her mom like oh we're just friends yeah that way they wouldn't like invite him over for dinner or anything like that so her family had like no idea what was going on but i think it would be odd if your child just randomly starts wearing turtlenecks all the time yeah and if it was summer and she was still wearing them I mean, when I was younger, I used to wear them. Like, in elementary school, I used to always wear, like, I used to have this one turtleneck, (laughs) specifically, that I used to wear all the fucking time. But, if, I don't know if she would wear stuff like that before, or if she just started doing it after. But maybe her parent, I guess, like, you know, she's growing, so maybe they thought, okay, like, she's just changing her style. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like, it's probably easier, like, to wear clothes than just say, oh, well, I ran into this, I ran into that. Yeah, and then, then, especially if you have so many marks. Yeah. But also, her, her parents did get divorced when she was younger, so at this point, I believe she was just living with her mom and her brother. Just so everyone gets, like, the... I think that she still, like, had, like, contact with her father. They just, you know, all weren't living together. Yeah. But, um... Soon after ending things with Jamie, Amy found out she was pregnant. Allegedly. Okay. Some of the things that I saw said this, but others did not mention her being pregnant at all. What did he do? He just licked my foot. <laughs> the dog? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously the dog. Bear. <laughs> Who else would have licked my foot? <laughs> We're the only people in here. It's Ted Bundy's ghost that sits with us. Hey, hell no. You better get out of his damn room. <laughs> um... What was I saying? Oh, so, like, half of the sources said that she was pregnant, and then the other half did not even, like, bring it up. So, I I put it in here, but I don't know if she actually was or not. So, we're going to say allegedly. Oh, still doesn't say anything that if... Oh, one well, of, I mean, like, one of research. the reports that I read, it was, like, it was, like, um a report about, like, a, a court hearing, and it said he killed his pregnant ex-girlfriend and this guy blah 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 pregnant blah blah blah. but then like other stuff didn't say anything about her being pregnant 
So I don't want to sit here and be like, she was 100% pregnant. Because I don't fucking know if she was pregnant or not. Yeah. But apparently, after... So after her family found, like, all... Not found, but, like, saw all of the bruises and marks on her. Like, they were obviously not happy. And were like, you need to end things with him. Like, this cannot continue. So she ended things. Like, they were done. And then, supposedly, allegedly, possibly, I don't fucking know, she found out she was pregnant. And apparently, she told Jamie, and he was he was not excited. He was like, you're going to ruin my future, like, we can have a baby together, like, you need to have an abortion, or I'm going to kill you. Just sign up your rights, and you won't have to... <laughs> well, I don't know how crap worked then. I mean, I think always you can just give up your rights... I mean, well, Arthur Arthur gave up the rights to his kids in, like, the 80s, so... Oh, yeah, so. you're right, he did. And besides, if you didn't want to be in the kid's life, you can just... No one has to know that you're the father. I mean, Eventually people enough. will know, but I mean, like, in a legal sense, you know? Yeah. But she was 14, and he was 16. Mm-mm. But he's like, you're gonna ruin my future, like, we're not having this baby, you need to have an abortion, or I'm gonna kill you. Well, and like he told his friends he was like if she has like if she does not have an abortion I'm going to kill her but he had like regularly apparently for like the last year been telling people that he wanted to kill her and no one took him seriously no one tried to stop him like they oh we didn't know he was being serious oh we didn't know he would actually do it like this happens in so many cases I think I said this in one of the other episodes where people will be like I want to kill this person or I'm going to kill this person and then like Nobody does anything about it. Well, I mean, like, the sign should have been there if he was... Well, I mean, not if she was wearing, like, the clothes and stuff. But people saw him, like, at school at least, or, like, their friends or whatever, saw him being, like, aggressive and abusive towards her. And he, like... So he's sitting here, like, literally physically abusing her in front of you. And then telling you, oh, I'm gonna kill her one day. And they're, like, not doing anything. Like, yeah, I, I mean, say- like, saying it, like, joking around, like, once or twice, but when it starts to be, like, more than once or twice, like, within, like, a week, a month. But I feel like you can tell the difference if someone's, like, like, say I'm just mad, I'm like, oh, I could kill him. Versus, yeah, like, different. I'd be like, I'm going to kill this person. Like, there's, there's a like, a mad, yeah. a serious, and, like, yeah, like, your face should show it all. Like, I want to say, well, they're kids, so they don't understand, because, I mean, these are all fucking kids, yeah. realistically. So, it's just so frustrating. Like, this could have been prevented. <laughs> it could have been stopped. Like, it's it just... Ugh, I don't know. So, on August 22nd, 1991, Amy planned a beach day with four of her friends. Two girls and two guys. I don't know when school starts in Massachusetts, if it's, like, the beginning of August, because every, like, a lot of the sources, they were, like, this high school cheerleader, this high school cheerleader, so I don't know if they had already started school, and so, like, she was in ninth grade, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. and was, like, already got on the cheer squad or cheer team or whatever the fuck it's called, um, and then other things was, like, this happened in the summer, this happened in the summer, I guess tech, well, yeah, because September 22nd is the first day of fall, so technically... (laughs) <laughs> nerd <laughs> i i know that from teaching nerd alert well at least you do because i don't <laughs> august 10th all i know is a little goblins come back because they're ready to start their school oh is that one's... i don't even know when school starts but... it's august 10th it's august something i don't yeah. know because i went from indian river county to port Sa- and st Lucie county 
Yeah, I think it's different per county. But I know when the first day of fall is and the first day of spring and winter, so. Yeah, all your holidays. All <laughs> your little seasons. Wait. Oh, and summer. Four seasons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's all the seasons. I was making sure because that first only said three. Um, but anyway, so I don't know if they're just saying summer because it was technically in the season of summer. Or if, mm-hmm. like, school had not begun yet. But then I don't know why they're calling her a cheerleader if she was not officially a cheerleader. Yeah. And also, how sense. soon do they, like, pick that stuff? It's, like, right when school starts? No, I think it's a little bit after. Because I think I tried for it once. But then I heard I had to do all this flipping and crap. And big girl, ain't flipping. I don't know about you. but I could not see you as a cheerleader. I'm not a hamburger. That could be flipping me across on that floor. Oh, my God, a hamburger. <laughs> no, but I think it's, like, um because they do, like, the orientations and stuff. So I think it's, like, a couple weeks after school starts is when they start doing all the... Well, either way, this was in August. She may or may not have started school yet. Just... Giving everyone a clear <laughs> timeline, as clear as I can get it. <laughs> so, she just wanted a nice, relaxing day to sit at the beach and spend some time with her friends and away from Jamie. So, at this point, who knows how long it's been since she's actually been able to see her friends. Because, you know, he was, like, fucking secluding. Yeah, he was, like, isolating her Is that a word? Everybody. Isolating. That's the word I was looking for. I'm telling you, bro, these glasses make me feel real sophisticated over here. You look like a librarian. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like, in a good way. Um, He was probably pissed then. If oh, yeah. He well, first finds out she's pregnant. Wait, was she pregnant before? Uh, yeah, apparently this was after they allegedly found out that she was pregnant. So then, yeah, he would have been pissed because he's already pissed that she was pregnant. And then now she's going to the beach with her friends. So now... And there's he, two guys. So now he hella pissed. Oh, yeah. He's, like, fuming out the ears. Which brings me to my next <laughs> sentence. This infuriated Jamie. He told his friends, quote, I'm sick of this. I swear I'm going to kill her. This shit's got to stop. She won't be around to go out with anyone anymore. I'm going to fucking kill her, unquote. If my friend tells me that, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, because that was too, like, too... He said it twice in yeah. one sentence. Thank you. At least you could get it yeah. out because I was trying to read the sentence. So, like, why are these people not calling the cops? Like, I feel like... Excuse you, Bear. Bless, Bless you. you. Goodness. <laughs> I feel like even at, like, 16, 17... If one of my friends told me, I would still have, like, enough common sense to call the fucking cops. I mean, if not, at least, like, watch. Or, like, tell my mom. You know, yeah. like, something. Or I'm gonna kill her and, like, hey, well, like, just watch, like, how he acts towards her, like, when he sees her. Yeah. And, like, you're you're literally this mad that you want to kill her just because she's hanging out with her friends. Meanwhile, you guys are broken up. <laughs> Yeah, and he's hanging out with her friends. He seems like a narcissist. Oh, he is a fucking narcissist. Biggest narcissist. But, like, I'm sure he was hanging out with anyone he wanted to hang out with and doing whatever he wanted to fucking do. Yeah, there was but she she did it. Right. And that is... That's what pisses me off about these dang relationships over here. (laughs) I just, I still cannot get over how young they are. Like, you're 16 and you're this much of a piece of shit. Like, and this poor girl is 14. Like, she is just starting high school. She is just becoming a teenager. And this is what you're dealing with? Yeah, and she's and she's pregnant? Possibly. Isn't it like if you, like, kill a pregnant lady, like, it's technically, like, two, right? Because it's harder than... Sometimes. The fetus. Yes, like Scott Peterson. 
got charged with for murder. Two, right? Yeah, two counts of murder. Murder for Lacey, murder for Connor. But does it depend how long the baby Yeah, like is? I don't know if it depends on how like far along you are. How long the baby is. Or yeah, how long the baby is. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Because I mean Lacey was almost nine months pregnant. So at that point Connor is yeah, a she baby. Was, yeah. You know, or was a baby. If Amy had just found out she was pregnant, I mean it's either still way a seed. either way, still not okay. I'm not saying, you know, their life doesn't matter, but I'm saying in the eyes of the law. You would think it would because technically she still has something growing inside of her stomach. He was not charged with two counts of murder. So either they didn't see it as two counts of murder or she was not pregnant. I don't know which. This night, 16-year-old Jamie got drunk and loaded up on steroids. He trashed his bedroom out of anger and hatched his plan to murder 14-year-old Amy Carnavalli. Yeah, so apparently he, like, fucked up his room. Like, destroyed it. And then his mom grounded him for making a mess. <laughs> and then was like, you you need to clean up your room. Because, you know, he's going to listen to that. Mm-mm. So then the next morning, he apparently, like, drank a whole bottle of whiskey and then told his mom that he needed to, like, go out. And she was like, okay. <laughs> like, did his mom, like, not pay attention to that? Because I'm telling you, if my mom would have seen me come down the stairs and drink some of her alcohol. A whole bottle of whiskey? friend my death date would have been that same day. girl <laughs> but he was supposed to be grounded for trashing his room so why are you letting him go out Mm-mm. like she wouldn't have smelt it on his breath i think whiskey has like a, she, a strong apparent, smell right from what i read she watched him drink it like he drank it in front of her and like she watched him you can mix that with steroids <laughs> i don't think you're supposed to i also don't think a 16 year old should be doing steroids <laughs> but here we are i don't think his mother was like a mother of the year, you know? She's probably more like a friend than anything, yeah. <laughs> she was, you know, too busy with her fucking boyfriends. I mean, I guess shit. if she was trying to be, like, both the bad parent and, like, the good parent, like, to him. She, yeah. was, she was probably, like, the non-disciplined parent. Like, uh, what's his name? Tyler, Tyler Adler? Oh, his dad? Yeah, where the dad was... His dad wouldn't let him drink a whole bottle of whiskey. I mean, like, where the mom, like, basically didn't see no wrong that he was doing, but, like, basically the dad would say something about it. That, that was his, No, right? the dad could not discipline the kids. The mom oh, had backwards. to. Yeah, because okay. he, like, was so sweet and cute. Not cute, but, like, like a big bear. Charming. Charming. <laughs> Listen, it was not me. It was America. America <laughs> thought Ted was charming. I, I just need to make a shirt. <laughs> Ted Bundy was charming. We're just covering all cases of this one. <laughs> For real. For real. Shows you're paying attention, though. I know you're remembering. (laughs) I I locked it in that noggin. Um, I feel like we are doing way too many cases, though, of, like, children (laughs) murdering people. I know, bro. And I'm trying to be a teacher. What are you doing to me? I'm making you terrified. (laughs) At least you don't have your own children. (laughs) Well, I graduate in April. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway. He trashed his room, got grounded, but then his mom let him go out and gallivant, so. Absolutely not. You you know, when I was in middle school, my stepdad told me that gallivanting meant running around getting loose. (laughs) 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 So then I remember when I started um, ninth grade, one of my teachers used the term gallivanting. I feel like that's all they use. They use that word all the time. I was like shocked and I went home and I was like, guess what my teacher said today? And he was like, you know that that's not what it really means, right? And I was like, no. (laughs) Why did you tell me the correct damn thing? I was like, my entire brain thought that this meant 
running, running around, around and get loose. loose. And when my science teacher said it, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't remember what she said it about. I just remember that word. Anyway. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to start whining. He's just staring at the door. Something's Andrew said there. this morning after I left for work, Andrew texted me. He was like, your dog is howling right now. And I was like, where is he? And he was like, he's sitting on the couch, but I don't think he knows I'm here. So he's just howling because he's alone. But he wasn't actually alone. <laughs> Poor bear. Bear bear. He was lovely. Fuck you too, huh? <laughs> Bird. Bear's just sitting at the door staring at the door. Not you talking and looking at your phone. I'm looking like at the people. <laughs> What could you? I want people to feel like we're on the phone, okay? They gotta know what we're doing. <laughs> just on FaceTime with all of our listeners. <laughs> I'm just updating them on our guest star. Literally just staring. Our at star me. guest. Literally just staring at the fucking door. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't. Know. That was it for them. Oh god. <laughs> is it my turn? Yes, bro. This is why we just sit here right here. <laughs> What's in your cup? <laughs> Ice and water. Well. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. We're gonna like lose listeners because we're fucking stupid. <laughs> On August 23rd, 1991, Jamie called Amy stating that he wanted to put all of their troubles behind them. He told her that he wanted to talk through things and also asked her for a favor. Number one, fuck no. I wish she would have just said no. But he asked Amy if she would meet him and give him a haircut. Bless you. A haircut? Yeah. They're not together, but... Mm-hmm. Well, he wanted to talk and work through all of their problems. And knowing Amy's aspirations to become a hairdresser and how much she loved to, like, you he know... Manipulated Do all her. that. He manipulated her because he knew that she would agree. And she finally did, she, reluctantly. Like, she reluctantly agreed to meet him and talk and cut his hair. So, Amy got ready. She told her mom that night that she was leaving to go to Jamie's house and that she'd be back later. But she would never return home. I wish that, like, she would have said no. Or, like, her mom, like... Nobody else could have cut his hair. Like, nobody. I think at that point, it it's already been, like... I don't know. I have never been in an abusive relationship thankfully but I know people who have and I think at that point you're just it doesn't whatever they say you're just gonna do yeah. it because like regardless of what you've been through you still love him and, and like, yeah oh, she just... she did love him and like they had been through all the stuff together and he's saying that he wants to talk through it and work the out their issues and if she is pregnant then like you said, that's the father of your kid. Like, you you have to deal with this person. Mm-hmm. So, maybe she was going to go give him the haircut because she loved to do people's hair. And then um, talk through their problems, work out, whatever. But, like, I I just so wish she would not have went. And I, I don't know, like, her poor mom. Because at this point, her mom knows what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to, like... I mean, at least she told her where, like, she was going. She told her she was going to Jamie's. Jamie's. Right. Instead of, like, lying and being like, oh, I'm going to Sierra's house, you know? Yep. Um, But I feel like maybe her mom, like, didn't want to be that mom who's, like, trying to control her or whatever. 
And, like, maybe she was pregnant and her mom knew. So her mom was like, okay, you guys should have this conversation, work yeah. out your issues, like, stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, it was not a good idea. Amy met Jamie at his house, surprised to see four of his friends were also there. The six teens walked from Jamie's house to some nearby woods under the guise of Jamie and Amy needing to talk over their relationship. Jamie walked ahead of his friends with Amy. Eventually, Jamie led Amy deeper into a wooded area, leaving his friends behind. It gets so confusing, like, saying their names together. Yeah, whenever it's just one word, because I feel like I'm saying them wrong. Jamie and Amy. I know I was scared that I was going to mix their names up or something, too. Because I know Jamie is a gender-neutral name, but typically it's used more for females. So I'm like, am I, t- am I doing this right? So does he, like, th- like, none of his friends, like, catch on, like, before where he's, like, I'm, quote-unquote, I'm going to fucking kill her, and then... Oh, no. They walk He the He woods. told them what he was going to do when he invited them to come over. He said, I'm going to come. He was like, well, um, you guys should come over. I'm going to kill Amy. And I did, I do want to say, I did read that... Um, some of the sources said that he had two friends there, and then others said that he had four friends there. But I think it was four. So, again. His friends wouldn't be charged for that too, though, since they knew? Or no, because there's no evidence. We'll get to that in a bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, and now we're going to talk about, like, the murder, which is kind of brutal, so. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Once alone, Jamie covered Amy's mouth and said, quote, I love you, unquote, and then he stabbed her in the stomach and chest. He then got behind her and pushed the knife deeper. Amy tried to escape, but Jamie grabbed her hair and dragged her back. While holding her hair, he then cut her throat. Jamie said Amy was telling him that she still loved him during this, which angered him. So after cutting her throat, he then stomped on her head several times. So he like stabbed her and then stomped on her. Because apparently, like, she was like, I still love you. Like, I still love you. And this made him mad. But, like, what makes me mad, if you were supposed to just go over to his house for the, quote-unquote, haircut, why the hell are you walking in some wood? There ain't no outlet in the woods. <laughs> because he told her that this is where they could go and talk. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess okay. I but mean... in the woods? You can't just go out front on the porch in the backyard? Well, he said it, it would be, like, privacy or whatever. Okay, go to the damn mailbox. And also, this poor girl, he he convinces her to go, and then, oh, I was trying to figure out what that was. Um, He convinces her to come over so they can talk and do the haircut, and then she shows up, and there's, like, four other guys there. So she's like, what is going on? And he's like, oh, we're all just going to take a walk. So immediately. Five guys and one girl. Uncomfortable. Absolutely not. I, uncomfortable. No. And then it's dark. It's, like, at night at this point, and you're going into the fucking woods. <laughs> and then he's leading you off to, like, a woodier yeah, area. Like, like a more secluded. And his friends are just standing there. No, that's absolutely weird. But then the mouth that, hey, I love you, but I'm gonna start killing you now. But it's the fact that he fucking grabbed, like, covered her mouth, and then was like, I love you. And then just stabs her. Like, <laughs> what the... Mm-mm. No. It's so fucked up. Jamie's four friends standing nearby in the woods heard Amy's screams from this awful attack. One of them even ran away before Jamie returned covered in blood and said, quote, it's done. 
He then threatened his friends, saying that if anyone talked about the murder, that he would kill them. Jamie and the remaining friends then went back to one of their houses, and Jamie cleaned himself up and cleaned his bloody knife. Where was the knife? In his pocket? Um, <clears throat> like when they were walking out? Mm-hmm. Unless he had long sleeves on it. I don't know, and I also couldn't figure out what type of knife it was. I think it was just like a pocket knife, so he could have just had it in his pocket. Okay. I don't think it was like a, a butcher knife or anything, but after he got done, um murdering amy and came out of the woods apparently he was covered in blood and then he was like showing his friends like the knife like, like the, the fact knife. that all four of them assholes literally just stood well, one, there well one ran, one ran away so three so i guess yeah technically yeah so three um but then it said they went back to one of their houses i don't know if they, i don't think they went back to jamie's house or the, i don't know if they went back to jamie's house or like the friends houses but he's covered in blood like you want to go back to your house but i guess if it's dark yeah, but you gotta walk into the house with light. Maybe the parents weren't home. Yeah, but no one would have seen you. There's not street lights. Yeah, I don't know. And then so, whoever's house they were at, they, he cleaned himself up. I'm assuming he changed his clothes, and then they just hung out. I mean, they all than just hung out, knocking and bucking in the living room, throwing ice a party. cream, and. It- <laughs> So, while this was happening, Amy's parents were in a panic. Their daughter did not return home and was nowhere to be found. They had no idea what happened to her. They called police and they started a search but came up with nothing. So, after a certain amount of time, her mom is, like, freaking out because she's like, Amy said she was going to Jamie's and she would be back in a couple hours and she's still not home. Like, no one has seen her. No one has heard from her. Like, we don't know where she is. I mean, I would too. It doesn't take that long to do a haircut and talk to somebody. And knowing that he's fucking abusive and all this shit, of course, that's going to add, like, extra worry. Because yeah. it's different if, like, I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to Sierra's, and then I just don't come home. It's like, oh, okay, maybe they fell asleep, there. maybe yeah. they're doing this. But if I'm going, like, if I have an abusive boyfriend and I'm going to see him and then I don't return home, like, it's kind of, like, a different level of, like, oh, my God, he probably did something to her. Like, what did he do? Where is she? Like, is she okay? Is she safe, you know? Yeah. Um. So they called the police, and thankfully the pe- the police took it seriously and About started searching time. for her because, you know, most of the time they're like, oh, well, she's a kid, so she probably ran away. And the last and couple of like, cases, like, the cops at the beginning didn't seem like they even gave a shit about yeah. what was happening. But they came up with nothing. Jamie had enlisted the help of his friends to, to dispose of Amy's body. I don't know if this was multiple friends or if it was just one friend. Um... But so they wrapped her in plastic and then tied cinder blocks to her body and then dumped her in shoe pond. Oh, so like, uh, what's his name? Didn't he wrap her in tarp or whatever? Scott Peterson. Yeah, because then he put her to the, but still, like, why would you put her to blocks, like cinder blocks? Because you know she's going to stay in one spot. She ain't finna move. To weigh her down, though. But yeah, like, if. Because he assumed no one would search in that area. But water eventually just starts to, like, you know, like, die down some. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Massachusetts is, so. Well, that's why Lacey was found, because her body eventually detached from... Yeah, because eventually, like, your skin would, like, come off, right? Yeah. But if they wrapped her in plastic and then tied them, maybe the plastic would act like a barrier between... So Jamie's a little smarter. (laughs) Scott. If Scott did it, he might be innocent. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, the timeline, it has to be Scott. I know that. But in my brain, because I believed it for so long that he did not do it, I'm very interested to see. But yeah, I mean, like, I get where, like, if the cinder blocks, if he had, like, the, whatchamacallit, the plastic wrapped, like, it probably would have, like, 
But if her skin would have fell off, wouldn't it have like the? But if she's wrapped in the, uh, the plastic, I it, it it's gonna protect to the... your skin more than if your your skin is bare in the water. You're right. You're right. But either way, still um, not okay. Not okay. <laughs> do not dump people's body. Do not you know kill people. I mean you know. Um, but I don't think he thought that anyone was going to be searching the pond and he just assumed, again, he's a fucking child. Yeah. He, so he, he was four, 16. 16. So he's just assuming that her body is going to stay down there forever because he threatened his friends. He was like, if you fucking tell anyone you're going to be next, I'm going to murder you. So don't talk. So Jamie's friends later would claim that he was laughing and joking the whole time. He even made a joke about the red Kool-Aid they were drinking, saying, quote, it's appropriate for the occasion, unquote. Oh, because the red Kool-Aid would blood. Mean the blood. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if this happened the same night. I don't know if this happened the same night or, like, maybe the next day or something. Because the police were searching for her, so I feel like if they had to have done it that night it would have been that night or probably the next day but like if you went to the friend's house and cleaned up but like where would they out right but where would they hide her body until they i don't know i couldn't i couldn't find anything i mean this was the woods they probably would have never thought to even think of like the house but it was close by jamie's so if if she said she's going to jamie's and then they go in the woods by his house and then she vanishes you'd think that they would look in the woods I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> After interviewing Amy's family and friends, all fingers pointed to one person, Jamie Fuller. At first, none of his friends were speaking or coming forward. Eventually, one by one, they started talking. One of his friends went to police and told them everything and then led them to Shoe Pond where Amy's remains were discovered five days after her murder. Yeah, so I don't know which friend. I, my own theory... <laughs> Is that it was the friend that that ran away. (laughs) But if it was the one that ran away, how would he know where the body was dumped? Unless it was the friend who helped him dump the body. Because like I said, some of them said friends, plural, and then one. I don't know if it was only one. But anyway, thank God someone came forward and she was found five days later. And at least then she could be like laid to rest. Yeah, her family wasn't like, worried for long. Right. Well, everyone fucking knew it was Jamie. Yeah. Like, after interviewing all of her family and all of her like friends, Like, a piece of like, mind of, like, where she was at. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, like, not that it's, like, better, but, like, her body was found when it was probably still a body. And not, like, Versus, like, just remains. Parts. Yeah. So, maybe, I don't know, I... I don't know. I feel like if you're laying someone to rest, them having their entire body when they're laid to rest is kind of better yeah. And than it had to just... be in like some type of wannabe tack because it was in plastic. So it's yeah. Like she's just I mean, obviously on. it was decomposed to some extent, but you yeah. know. Um, like I said earlier, Jamie had been talking about killing Amy for over a year. He told multiple friends that he didn't want to be with her anymore, but he didn't want anyone else to have her. You don't, you don't get so to kill someone. You don't get to kill someone ever, you, but... No one can. Yeah. Like, no. You don't want to be with her, then don't fucking be with her. Who... Then it doesn't matter if she wants to be with someone else. Leave yeah. her alone. Like, she had your kid. Like, I understand you didn't want it, but still, like, that was... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jamie was also arrested twice in 1990 for assault and battery with a dangerous weapon and was put on probation. 
And he'd also had two previous relationships before Amy where he was an abusive asshole. So, like, this was a pattern for him to be abusive in his relationships. Mm-mm. After Amy's body was found, Jamie Fuller was arrested for her murder. Jamie's mother tried to provide him with a shaky alibi for the night of the murder, but it was too late. Yeah, so his mom was more of a friend than anything else. <laughs> She's a fucking idiot. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But, uh, yeah, so after he was arrested, she tried to be like, no, he was with me, like, the whole day or some bullshit, like, alibi. But it's, like, multiple people are, like, saying, no, Jamie was with us and w- this happened, you know? Fuck you. It was, like, too many alibis <laughs> trying to, like, cover for one thing. And I understand that's your son, but, like, you're no, a dumb bitch. Like, he still killed somebody. Maybe and your grandchild. Possibly. Allegedly. Maybe. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically. Um, you, why did you let him leave the house after drinking an entire bottle of whiskey? Why were you allowing him to do steroids? I'm sure she wasn't allowing it, but like... Yeah, you still knew about it. Your 12-year-old started drinking whiskey and fucking vodka and all this. And your relationships are showing him that this is how you treat women. So... What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Obviously, there are people who were raised poorly with all of this stuff, and they don't turn out to be murderers, but... Absolutely not. Yeah. So, at the trial, Jamie's lawyer would claim that the murder was caused by his alcohol and steroid use. Shocker. Obviously. It wasn't his fault. But the prosecution was not having any of that. They were like, fuck no. Like, this is not, like, he fully fucking knew what he was doing. It had nothing to do with the drugs. Like, he he did this, not the alcohol, the drugs, steroids, whatever. I was thinking about Tyler Hadley. (laughs) Because you know how they tried to blame it on the drugs. Um, so s- s- he was 17 at the time of the trial. I think it happened in October of 1992 oh, so he couldn't even get or 1993. Because he wasn't 18, he was a minor. Nope. So Jamie, 17-year-old Jamie Fuller was sentenced to the max sentence allowed of life in prison without the possibility of parole for the first degree murder of Amy Carnavalli. One of his friends was also sentenced to two years in prison for helping him dispose of Amy's body. So he got sentenced that's why I don't know if there was multiple friends helping him or if it was just the one friend helping him because only one of them got sentenced. So it was probably only one because then I'm pretty sure they would have ratted out somebody else. I mean, unless they were really good friends. Like so helping him dispose. Yeah. But yeah, so he got the max life in prison. So, so yeah, he couldn't be sentenced because he was, I don't know if it was because he was a minor. I'm assuming so. But... Because that was the case with, uh... Mine's based on his name. Tyler Hadley. No. Oh, oh um, uh... Mine's based. It was fuck. the one before Weirdo. The dude that changed 50,000 times. The last one we just did. Case oh, 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 oh. Um, Philip. Phil. Who killed the teacher? Yeah, no. Yes, that's the one who changed. Or are you thinking about the Twilight murders where they murdered her mom? All of them, basically. I don't know if someone couldn't get arrested. Like, they couldn't get charged because they were under the age of 18. Tyler Hadley. Tyler Hadley. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hold on. You're, see, I had to put it in the sentence for me to understand. Well, Tyler Hadley could not get life and or could not get the death because he was a minor. And then also the Twilight killers. And then also... Um, so like the best. Fucking Philip. Because they were all children. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, I remember because I made the comment, if you're going to kill someone, do it before you're 18. Yep. Yep. Nice. Giving tips. (laughs) (laughs) Amy's mother stated that she was filled with so much guilt after hearing details that came out during the trial. She said the trial was devastating for her. Yeah, her poor mom. So, like, she's sitting there listening because obviously probably she she knew what was going on kind of, but she probably didn't know all of the fucking details. So now you're sitting in a tr- your daughter's murder trial. Murder trial. Did I say that? It sounded yeah. weird in my head. Um, You're sitting here at your daughter's murder trial and having to hear all of these, like, awful probably, like, details probably about, like, the relationship, what she went through, and then having to hear, like, about her murder. Yeah, I mean, she probably felt like some, like, it possibly could have, like, she probably felt the guilt like it was her fault because, like, you knew, because she told her mom, right, that she was, like, some part of it because she went from long pants and turtlenecks. Like, so, I, yeah, it said that her family had saw, like, all the marks and, like, they, so they questioned her, like, what is going on? How long has this been happening? They probably, like, like, the two and two. So they, I think she just told them at that point. And then they broke up blah, 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 whatever. Hey, I'm going to Jamie's. I'll be back. And then she doesn't come back. So, and I'm, I don't know if, like, when they found her body, if, like, it was ever explained what exactly happened to her. Like, I don't think the police are telling you your, your daughter was murdered and this is how she was murdered. I think they're just like, hey, like, we found her remains. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But now you're at the trial and so you're the trial listening gives all the details. to every detail about your daughter's last moments of life. No, I would throw up. I, I think... I would have been able to do that. I I was going to say, I think as a mother, if my child was murdered, I wouldn't want to know how, but I feel like... At the end of the day, you would want to You need know. to know how. Yeah, but it's just It's yeah. a lose-lose because you, you want to know, but then you don't want to know, but like you feel like you have to yeah, know. Like, at the end of the day, that was your kid. You're going to like yeah. you're gonna picture how it was done. Like, but then you have to think it. about your child's last moments over and over again, especially when they're that violent and like... And she's only 14. It's, it's just awful (laughs) awful so in 1993 jamie's mother and her jamie's mother her boyfriend and him hatched a plan for his escape from prison so he was gonna escape from prison and his little pea brain he thought that this was going to work the mom helped oh yeah i told you she's she's a piece of shit so they devised a plan for jamie to injure himself and need to be taken to a hospital for care while in transport, two quote-unquote hitmen hired by Jamie's mother would help him escape. But the two men that she hired were actually two undercover FBI agents. Jack is. And the prison that Jamie was being held at actually had a hospital wing, like, inside of it. So if he were to injure himself, he would be treated at the hosp- at the prison. Like, he would be transferred to a fucking hospital. So their plan obviously did I not work. I think all prisons should have... Like, a hospital inside of it? Well, not... Yeah, I think all prisons do. They all have, like, a medical wing. Like, jails and prisons, they have, like, a medical area. <laughs> I guess depending on how... How injured you are. Well, I, I guess, guess jails are less complex. Because I know, like, at the jail, if you get injured, like, they do transport you to the hospital. And then deputies just stay with you at the hospital. Yeah, because thing probably wasn't as bad but, as if you're in prison. Well, you're only in jail for up to a year. If you're sentenced to anything over a year, you get sent to prison. But I think in prisons, at least that's how it works here. I'm assuming that's how it works for every prison. But in our county, that is how it works. I think every county is like... Um, so, what was I going to say? But I think prisons have, like, actual, like, 
infirmaries or whatever. Mm, so they like, don't have to leave, like, the ground right. that they're on. So this fucking idiot is thinking, like, oh, I'm going to injure myself so bad that I need to go to the hospital. And then on the way to the hospital, I'm going to escape. Yeah, you're going to escape. But if you're fucking injured, <laughs> how are you going to escape? And your mom is a piece of shit for trying to help you plan this. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Mm-mm. Your son is a murderer. Either way, their plan's not gonna work. Either way, it didn't work, and I fucking hope that her and her boyfriend got arrested because your dumbass hired two FBI agents. Can't they hear phone calls though? Like if you're in there, like they can't. This was in the nineties. <sighs> See, I'm trying to live in the eighties, nineties, and today's, and it's not working out for me. I'm assuming there was some type of something. I don't fucking know. I know nowadays prison calls are recorded, but probably maybe these not in the nineties. Yeah, so in 2011, also I should have looked this up, but I was tired last night. I It, it said 2011, 2013, or 2018 this law was passed, but I really do think it was 2011. Mm, maybe, it might have been later, but anyway, all at, at some point... <laughs> A, a law was passed that stated if minors were sentenced to life in prison without parole, they could petition for parole as their brains were not fully developed. And a sentence that forecloses all possibilities of reha- rehabilitation is unconstitutional. So remember, we talked about this law in the Tyler Hadley episode? Yes. So, yes. And um, I think one other case, I don't know if we talked about it or if I just recently listened to it. Got a lot of crime in my brain. Um, <laughs> um, so he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, but then they passed this law stating that it's unconstitutional because as a minor, your brain is not fully developed and they should be allowed to have some type of rehabilitation offered to them. I feel like it should be like under certain like circumstances. S- yeah. Because it, she was apparently, apparently pregnant. But if she was, then why would you send him back out? But even if she wasn't pregnant, the way that he killed her was so killed brutal. Somebody. Again, not saying that any type of murder is acceptable, but maybe... If it was like, well, you know, she being mad, hit her one good time, she fought on the stairs, and she died. Like, I mean, maybe that'd be different, but you stabbed her, like, how many times? Three times? I, multiple times, and then the slit her throat, and then stomped on her head until she died. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, you should not be able to do that. <laughs> Never. But that's the same thing. Tyler Hadley planned and murdered both of his parents. Uh, planned to murder both of his parents, carried out his plan, and then he was still possibly... When well, does his actually, come out? His comes out when? What? When did it... Was he the one that we had to wait to see his hearing? No? No, no. They already had it, and then they decided to stick with his original sentence of life in prison. They were not going to let him be paroled, but after 25 years, he can still petition. Oh, yeah, that's, it will still be under review. That's what but that was. But they're, they're, they're not going to let him out. Absolutely. But, so yeah. This made Jamie eligible to petition for parole in 2019. His petition was thankfully denied, and, his rema- and he remains behind bars as of 2024. Yeah, so he did petition for parole, and he I, I believe he either had a hearing or was going to have a hearing, but they denied it. They were like, fuck you now, you're staying in jail. As he fucking should. You should not yeah. be let out. They, have, they didn't even give him, like, a death sentence or anything? Oh, no, because no, he was a minor. Yeah, he, was he murdered, yeah, at 16. But, Damn. I mean... No, I would have done... 
lights out myself, but uh, cause that's how long. Cause well, how do you six... kill yourself in prison? I don't know. You better figure it out. Cause <sighs> no, like he's a narcissist. He's not gonna kill himself. Because then you have to think of that every day of your life. That exactly, that's I his punishment. Killed her, and this is what I did. Like the blood's literally on your hands. That's why sometimes I think life in prison is better than the death penalty. Because you live with it every single day. Right. I mean, at the same fucking time, people are on death row for years. Like I said, Scott Peterson was on death row for 18 fucking years. <sighs> like, he wasn't murdered right away. But, like, if you commit a murder and then you're murdered right away, like, that's not... You you got the easy way out. Yeah, because you just Cause say, now you're... well, you know, I just shot you, but tomorrow they're going to kill me. So right. But if you commit a murder and then you're in prison for the rest of your fucking life, you, you have to think about, about that, that for your entire life. And I hope he gets his ass beat all the time in prison. <laughs> Because, you know, prison has, like, a weird, like, honor system. So, like, women yeah. and children killers or, like, child rapists, like, people beat the shit out of yeah, them. Yeah, they be getting the shit beat out so, of them. So, like, if they find out that he killed a girl, maybe He's... they'll beat the shit out of him, hopefully. Which, like, I do feel bad for Jamie, I think. Because his his life sucked. Yeah, his his first part. Like, so then he just basically I what feel like, he grew up with is what he did to her. Like that's a big thing of like nature versus nurture. Um, I think I mean obviously, like I said earlier, people have shitty lives. People have shitty things happen to them, and they grow up to be wonderful people. They don't murder anyone, but like, I I feel bad for his childhood. Like, that doesn't give for that respect. aspect of him. Yeah. But at the same time, at this point, you're 16 years old, and you are choosing to be an asshole. You're yeah. choosing to do steroids and to drink and to be abusive and then to murder your girlfriend who allegedly was pregnant. Yeah, I mean, I could see, like, if he beat the shit out of her and, like, it would have been, like, excused, maybe, but the whole killing her part just... Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, he made these decisions, and I don't feel bad that he's in prison. I just feel bad, like, for he knew what he him was doing. as a child. Yeah. Like, for child, Jamie, I feel bad. But at this point, you're making these decisions. I don't feel bad for you. You're in prison. You're I hope bad. you need to stay there forever. Yep. You should not be let out. You made your bed laying that shit now. So, like I said earlier, in 1996, Lifetime made a movie about this case, and it was called No One Would Tell, and it had Candace Cameron... Which is the girl from Full House. Mm-hmm. And then it had Fred Savage, who his brother is Ben Savage, and he was on Boy Meets World. So I wanted to rewatch the movie last night, the 1996 one, because that's one I've seen. I haven't seen the 19 or the 1980. What do they have it on? The 2018 one. I don't know. I watched it, like, I believe I watched it on Lifetime. But I'm sure you could find it on YouTube or something. Because I wanted to watch it before we recorded. But like I said, I was fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, 1996 film. Um, it doesn't say what it's on. I, I could probably find it on YouTube. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Of course you will. Because I remember I watched it. They have it on Amazon Prime. You got to buy it though, probably? Yeah, probably. Mm. I'm also, maybe I'm thinking of another movie as well. I used to watch a lot of Lifetime movies. <laughs> Surprise. Um, but I specifically do remember watching this one. But then I remember watching this other one where this guy, like, brought his girlfriend to the beach and then killed her. But I could be thinking about this movie and just confusing it. So I wanted to rewatch it to, like, jog my memory. <laughs> but it's, it is very Lifetime-y. Like, it's very drama, dramatized, like, all of that. Obviously, it's not, like, a documentary or anything. It's a fucking mm-hmm. Lifetime movie. 
But um, I love Lifetime movies. So there's know. also a Lifetime movie about Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson called The Perfect Husband or something. I've never seen that, but I want to watch it. I've never seen it either. Um, but anyway, I think that's all of our... Hope everyone liked this case. I almost forgot to do our research so we could record. <laughs> I normally do it, like, on the weekends, obviously. But then on, like, Sunday, someone asked me there. My mother-in-law, she was like, so what case are you guys doing this week? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, it came out yesterday. And she was like, no, the next one. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because you messaged me this morning thinking it was Thursday. Yeah. I had a dream last night that we recorded, and then I accidentally deleted the whole recording. Dude, you had a dream we recorded already? Dude, I had the same one last night. I woke up thinking today was Thursday. That's why when you said it's Thursday, and I'm like, well, she's right. And I'm going to watch this. She said Wednesday, and I was like, oh, look, and then both would have been. And then earlier I told Andrew, I was like, oh, Sierra's on her way when you texted me. And he was like, oh, I forgot she was coming. I was like, me too. I was about to go to sleep. <laughs> Dude, you could have totally texted me. I've been, like, perfectly fine. I would have taken my ass to Because we ate dinner early, and then I was, like, falling asleep on the couch. And then I was like, today is not Thursday. <laughs> but, yeah. So, we hope everyone enjoyed it. It is going to be a little shorter than most of our cases have been lately. But we talk a lot. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. We review yeah. all cases in there with a little quiz. We, we like to do little pop quizzes. <laughs> um, I'm very, like I've said a thousand times, I'm very interested to see what happens with the Scott Peterson case. I, after we redid our episode, I was, I am leaning more towards the fact that he's guilty of the timeline. It, like, could not have been anyone else. Yeah. Realistically. But. He was the one that left the voicemail, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. But, on the other hand, maybe, possibly, my brain is very conflicted. That's why I'm petting myself right now. I was now. wondering why you were putting <laughs> that piece of hair, but I was just letting you be great over there. Um. Yeah, so John Wash is back on America's Most Wanted, so everyone watch that on Mondays. I'm going to watch it on Hulu probably Tuesday, because it's the day after, right? <clears throat> yeah, well, I have to watch this week's episode. I haven't watched it yet. I was going to say tomorrow, but I'm thinking maybe Friday when I have more time. So, thanks for listening. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of the fun stuff. We post pictures. Sometimes we post... Some screenshots of our conversations so you guys can see that. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week with a new case. Mm-hmm.